but you're always going to go back home. You're always going to go back to your roots. You're going to remember, you know, the things that made you you. Again, with the song Castle on the Hills by Ed Sheeran, he's describing these experiences that made him, that shaped him. And that's why I went over this with you, right? Asking you, how did these experiences with all these new people shape you? How, who have you become? How far away have you strayed from your original origins of Indiana, right? My hometown and my homies have impacted me so much, you know, and they still support me now. You know, it's super raw because I told them that I wanted to follow this video stuff and it's so cool when i i have like meet these goals here because i always have the homies back at home be like damn you you really did that shit you know you you said you'd do that shit you know so like you know i love them i try to keep in contact with them all the time you know because i truly do appreciate everything that they still do to this day you know even if we don't talk a lot you know but th they they inspire me now this is sad boy radio What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sad Boy Radio. I'm your host, Matt, and today we got a special guest. Man, he's a part of the girls' weekend promo, touring with Tokisha, and he has a very, very distinctive style in shooting. Go ahead and introduce yourself, bro. OA, Ozzy Arias, Osvaldo Arias, 574, Red Tape District, from Indiana to Chicago. I'm Ozzy, bro. Fuck that dude, bro. Ah. His ass canceled on me the first time. <laughs> then, then he's over here saying, hey, I'm not going to make it. Nine minutes before we're shooting, I was, about to, I was about to cancel his ass for real. Hey, if you know me, you know I'm a jokester, bro. I appreciate you coming, bro. Uh, finally getting this shit done. But first, we got to start off with the whole fucking camcorder, bro. You shoot in VHS style. Go ahead and describe that chart. What's it called? Not describe, but talk about that choice and what made you go that route. I first went to L.A. First of all, I'm just going to claim that I've, I'm not the first to do it. There's always arguments about that. But, um, you know, I went to L.A. with Pronto. Pronto spaz out. Had a good time. And I just like, you know, the aesthetic of L.A. and Florida is always like VHS and shit. So I just came home to Indiana. I'm like, I'm going to order me one of these, you know. Got myself a couple of them, and I just thought they were so raw, you know, putting, like, the cassettes, like, you know, is all so raw, you know, like, even, like, the hassle of, like, buying adapters to, like, use them on your new computers and shit, it's just, like, it's the beauty of it, it's a hassle, but it's the beauty, you know, so I just, like, started, like, using it and shit, and, like, the old style is just so raw, you know, so, you know, I started using it, people started fucking with it, I was getting gigs just because of it, you know, mm -hmm. so I was just like, hey, if this is working, let's... Let's get it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a run with it, you know. He said I was like your ass still isn't getting gigs just cause of it. Fuck man, it's a blessing. How do you feel like this choice of shooting, right, in this specific style has changed the way you think as not only a creative but also, you know, personally? Cause obviously there's so many trials that comes with it, trials and errors. You know, before you were describing to me that if that shit gets lost, it's lost. You can't do shit about that. Yeah, bro. That hey, did I tell you that recently? I don't know. Yeah. We were talking about that. You, you you can have a whole video on that bitch and then go home, and it, it is risky to like you know it cannot be there when you try to transfer it. You know, mm -hmm. so like I don't know. It's just such a like it 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 was getting me a lot of gigs. So I was just like, hey, even if it's risky, let's keep doing it. You know, you know, it's it brings an aesthetic that is just so raw. You know, it's just like. I don't know. I just liked it more than digital, and I just 
kept going with it, you know? Do you feel like it's been a challenge when it comes to that, you know, specifically? Because it is an older way of shooting, obviously. So there's challenges that come with it, whereas if you were to switch to digital, that shit would just make your life ten times easier. It's not even ten times easier. I feel like, you know, people see it as it being, like, the easy way out VHS, you know? Like, these festivals are looking for digital 4K, 6K. They want, like, the high shit, you know? So that's where, like... You know, if you're shooting these festivals, you know, with VHS, it's your networking, it's, like, your name. Like, that's what's getting you in those festivals with the VHS, you know, because, like, they're only going to approve the big dogs. They're only going to approve the big cameras, you know. So it's just, like, if you're doing that shit, going into festivals with VHSs and shit, you know, like, you raw, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just, like, you know, it's been super cool, you know, getting all these opportunities, like, Sueños with Miriam and shit. Like, she was just, like... I was really worried because I'm just like, she she usually already has like high def videos. She's so raw, you know? So it was just like, hey, Miriam, like, this is going to be VHS, you know? Like, trust me with it. And she's just like, I trust you, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like other, like, th- that wasn't the only one. There was Summer Smash and shit. It was, it's been a lot of other places that, like, they've, like, blessed me with, like, the opportunity to shoot in VHS. Weren't you at Baja Beach Fest? Oh, dude, that was so wrong. Were you shooting in VHS there? Yeah, mainly VHS, yeah, and I had some, I had a film camera. I had a digital, but I was just like, I'm going to play it safe, you know, I love this shit, like, let let me capture something that she isn't used to seeing, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, she, she does see that stuff, but it was like, let me capture something that's me. For you, how do you feel like your current style will translate to later down the line, right? Because that's how artists are always thinking. How is my work going to continue on? How's it going to live up to the standards that I might have later down the road? A classic isn't built in a day. It's is it playable over time? You know what I'm saying? And you see Drake's style change. You see Big Sean's style change. He went from freestyling everything to writing shit down. So once again, for you, you know, how do you feel like it will live on you know vhs the vhs for me i'm trying to get rid of it to be honest if i'm being completely honest i'm trying to get completely away from it you know and i'm trying to move on to super eight which is even older you know so it's like i'm trying but it that's even riskier that's even harder getting cameras at work that's like a whole but i'm like that's something i want to do you know i want to spend my time learning all that shit you know and it's honestly like yeah i'm trying to move away from that but like I'm even getting farther from digital. I hate, you know, I don't want to do that, but you know, sometimes you need to. Uh, my boy Zay has gotten me into the black magics and all that stuff. So like, that's super raw, you know? So it's not something I hate, but it's it's something that I, I need to learn. Why are you trying to move away from it? Like this shit don't make sense to me. Most people want to go to 8K. Your ass wants to go fucking back in time. I don't know, man. It's just like so cool, you know? I feel like, you know, that every day somebody comes up that's new, that picks up a new camera. And the chances of it is being a digital camera, you know? So it's just like, I don't want, I don't know, I just, I, I just digital's cool, but like, it's not me. Yeah. I don't enjoy it, I don't wanna, so I'll move far away from it. He said, I'm different, two chains. You're originally from a tiny fucking town in Indiana. Your life has come so far from there. In what ways, have you changed from then till now? You know, the whole idea of a small town mind. You know, like, when when I came to the city, like, I learned so much in one month. Like, it was so crazy, you know? So it's like, I love my hometown. And that, honestly, I, I love it more than ever, you know? But, you know, 
coming to a big city is always like was always the goal you know doing something big was always the goal you know and there's you're restricted back at home you know mm -hmm. so indiana has always is part of my identity i'm an indian animal you know i love chicago and you know i love to i love to call it my second home you know i i love it here you know when i go i'd be traveling and shit going to i've been to boston philly Aldi, florida la but there's something about Chicago that's just so raw, you know? So I come back home, and they be saying it sometimes, like, good old Chicago, you know? So it's just like, yeah, Indiana's raw, but I'm, I'm learning to love Chicago. Hey, in no way, shape, or form did you just answer my fucking question. <laughs> fucking guy, bro. No, that's raw, bro. I'm, I'm glad you love Chicago. But once again, in what ways have you changed? Uh, how, in what ways have you grown? You know, that's both personally and professionally. I don't even know how I would answer that question for real. Um, you know, you you just opened. Uh, when, when you learn new ideas, new cultures and shit like that, you know, you grow with that, you know. So, like, you know, I, Indiana was just so small and it's like, I don't know. It's like a small town mind, you know, when you go somewhere else, you know, your, your new experiences, new experiences builds like, a new you, you know? So it's a hard question, bro. I ain't gonna lie, but that's that's how I would answer it. You better start thinking quick because that's what this episode's based around, bro. Growth and change. So speaking of that, man, you know, these changes, they occur with each new relationship you build, each new relationship you have. And I see you trying to read that shit, but I got bad handwriting, so you cannot <laughs> read that shit. In Castle on the Hill by Ed Sheeran, shout out Ed Sheeran, he says, I found- you got Ed Sheeran on. Yeah, I know, I did that on purpose. <laughs> I found my heart and broke it here, made friends and lost them through the years, and I've not seen the roaring fields in so long. I know I've grown. And just like I said, with all of these relationships, you lose friends, you gain friends throughout the years. From where you're from, right, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people you left back home, but you made so many different memories with them, and you made so many different memories with the people that you've met here. So we'll go ahead and start with one of the most famous ones, King Inez. Go ahead and talk about your time working with her on the Girls Weekend promo that you guys shot for the 2022 uh, Girls Weekend, as well as, you know, ways she's helped shape your mind, whether that's creatively, whether that's personally. Okay, so I'm going to tell you something, how I met Inez. I reached out to her for an opportunity, just like, yo, hey, hey can you, uh, through Instagram, I'm like, yo, can you hook me up? and help me shoot the show or take me to the direction of who I can talk to. And she answered that DM and was so open arms, you know, and she was like, let's get it. Like, let me put you in contact with this person. They're, they're the ones that's going to do this. And that. I'm like, that's who she is, bro. She's there to help you. She's like one of those people who are like, you know, I'll do this for you and I don't expect anything in return. You know, she's so raw. Like, I feel like she's helped me like, be open you know like just be me you know like Ines does not give a fuck about what anybody has to say you know she's gonna be her regardless mm -hmm. you know and I I am a very emotional person bro like I'm very emotional everything makes me sad like if somebody says something I'll act like I don't give a fuck but I'll I'll take that shit to the heart for real you know like that's me you know and she's honestly showed me that like you know like you know just be you be raw and if anybody has it's gonna be envy you know if anybody has anything to say it's they're either, either going to, like, it's because they envy you or, or some shit, you know, like, because, I don't know, I've always, like, I've been, like, very, like, I'm very insecure, but I don't be showing that shit, you know? Mm -hmm. 
but yeah like she's 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 super raw like she's done so much for me i mean she helped me shoot all these crazy ass artists you know and and um you know when we work together it's it's always on some fun shit it's not no business you know and I would say that's how it is with most people in the city. You know, it shouldn't be business, business, you know. But with her, it's always, like, so much fucking fun. You know, let's, let's turn up. Let's go out, mm-hmm. you know. Are you sad? Yes. Let's go out. You know, let's have a good time. You know, fuck that. We're still young. She's ready to black you out at any moment. At any moment, you know. She's so raw, man. Shout out to her. Shout out King of Nuts, bro. She gets enough shout outs on this show, too. <laughs> no disrespect that, you know. Uh, we love her. She gets a lot of shout-outs on this show almost every week lately. <laughs> Where do you feel like that insecurity stems from for you? You know, my family is, my parents are are super, they're both very emotional, you know. So it's just like we care about each other's feelings, you know. We hear each other out, and not everybody's like that, you know. So, you know, when you start hearing all these people talk shit, you know, like, damn, I'm not used to that shit, you know, like. Why are you so mean, you know? But, like, that's, I'm not used to that, you know, because that comes from, uh, not, it's just not my parents, but my brother, you know, we all, like, you know, we care about each other's feelings, you know? So, like, not everybody's like that. You know, through, through the road, there's going to be a lot of people who, who are very shitty and, and very blunt. But, you know, that's the world we live in, yeah. you know, the it comes with all this shit, you know, especially all that criticism. Right. Because you're always going to be criticized, whether you're the best artist in the world or not. People are going to be like, well, you could have done that better. You could have done this better. And sometimes, you know, we've talked about it a lot on here that you're your own biggest critic. You're like, fuck, well, that that was wrong. And if somebody finds that tiny little detail, you think the whole world saw that tiny little detail. You know what I'm saying? So that's why for me, a lot of the time I'm thinking like, like, I'll give you an example. Last week in the video, there's a trash can right next to me, (laughs) but I didn't realize the trash can was right next to me until I'm watching the video. And I'm like, there's a whole ass trash can right next to me. You can't really tell it's a trash can, but I know it's a trash can. So now I'm like, you feel well, like fuck. everybody knows. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It's, It's one of those things where you're like, well, fuck. I don't I don't know where to go from here. You know what I'm saying? But you got to be confident in your abilities and confident in what you're doing. Let's move forward, though. Uh, next person, Diamond Visuals. How has he helped shape you both creatively and personally? When I was living in Indiana and I was building, a, a, you know, networking over here every weekend, every time that I could. It wasn't even every weekend. It was any time I could. I I would make videos and post them and... When Diamond followed me and commented and, like, liked my shit, damn, I was like, damn, I damn near made it, you know? Like, he, he's such a, you know, he's very low-key. He's a very, he's a very, like, talented guy, you know? He's so raw. And, you know, it's always, like, he he's always going to ask about how you're doing before the camera shit, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing this. And he, he's a funny-ass motherfucker. I'm not going to lie. People don't know that Diamond is a funny-ass motherfucker you know because he'd be doing all these videos with guns and shit he crazy bro he's so talented i love his videos i like i i, I fuck with all this shit he drops you know it's all really creative super fun coloring is amazing you know so shout out to diamond bro so what do you feel like you've learned from him what i've learned from diamond is that you can make trenches shit look super creative you know and that's you know it's not just 
go out and do running guns you know he puts time and effort into his shit you know and you know he'll 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 make that shit look creative you know i mean cool shot of him out on his shit you know and you know diamond deserves all that shit you know deserve all that and he's taught me that you know even if it's like it can be a running gun you can make that shit creative you know you can make that shit raw shout out to him for that shit you know that you know that's how we try to at red tape district we try to be creative in everything we do and we try to make some raw shit you know and he's always he's a mentor to be honest you know so if we, I, I know that if i ever needed him for something you know and any help in any creative way i know that he, he'll he answer me you know damn bro i didn't know your guys relationship went that deep to be honest he's raw bro you know it's like every time we talk to him it's like it's a good time you know it's like it's like with Ines too, you know, it's always a fun time. It's not business, you know. So go ahead and talk about, you know, the What Up remix, doing the music video. Obviously, you know, you were able to get some clips featured in the music video. So talk about that. I was in the studio with um, with Polo before that. We were just filming some shit. And and then uh, they're just like, yeah, we're about to go shoot this video. And then when I got there, that's when I saw Diamond. We It was never meant to happen. Like, we never planned, like, yo, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. I just ended up showing up, and he's just like, Ozzy, you know? And we just, like, he's like, shoot some shit, shoot some shit, you know? And that's how it ended up coming together, you know? Like, it was on some, like, last-minute shit. He saw that I pulled up, and I was filming. He's like, yo, send the shit that you got. Like, let's do something. Let's collab on it. And it what's funny was because um, I didn't – see, I'm, I don't know when shit's going to pop, you know? I feel like Zay and and – and Diamond both have that ear. They're just like, yeah, this shit's going to go up, you know? I didn't know that, you know? And he's just like, well, do you want your name at the end of it? I'm like, no, nah, it's cool, bro. It's, that was you, you know? He's like, no, nah, you're going to want, you're going to feel good when this shit comes out, you know? Like, the, and, and it came out, and it was like the raw shit, you know? Like, it blew up, you know? Everybody was talking about it, and I was, you know, I was able to be like, take a picture of it, show it to my friends, and be like, yeah, I was, I was involved, you know? And, Diamond before I if it would have been my decision before I wouldn't have put my name on it you know mm-hmm. at the end of it you know so shout out to him for doing that shit because I didn't know it was gonna blow up like it did to be honest damn bro what kind of director are you and you don't know what uh, when <laughs> shit's gonna pop off bro. hey I have an ear for other shit right. you know R- rap and drill isn't my best is not for my forte no uh, the weekend and Harry Styles the weekend, is the weekend <laughs> post Malone like that Frank Ocean. That's been my vibe lately. That's fucking crazy, though. Like, I'm at, I don't know, because your style is so distinctive. It's like Chicago people would know, like, that was Ozzy. Or when that dropped. A lot of people were like, damn, you shot for Nuck and Polo. So how the fuck did you link up with Polo beforehand? My boy Brandon from No More Heroes, he, he, he's been blessing us, you know, been blessing me with opportunities like, Flying us, flying us out to different shit, shooting for artists and shit. And he was like, "Yo, you Polo's coming through. You want to come and shoot?" And you know, it's just he's another guy that's helped me a lot. You know, so it was on some last minute shit. Yo, you want to come pull up and shoot? I was like, "Yeah, let's do it." Tokisha, bro, go ahead and talk about her. What's it been like touring with her? And you know, what have you learned from her and her team? Damn, it's like a a, a rap of what we've been talking about, bro. She's free doesn't care about what anybody says. You know, she's so raw, she does whatever the fuck she wants, you know, and if she thinks something's cool, then she's gonna do it. You know, she doesn't think about any of the 
other shit, other bullshit, you know. She's so raw. She's been so much fun, you know. She's very, she's very loving, you know. She's very, very sweet, you know. She, people, people say a lot of shit about her on the internet, you know. She's completely opposite in person, like, in a good way, you know. She's very calm, very respectful to every person. She will never disrespect you, you know. And, you know, if you're, for example, if you were a janitor, she'll treat you the same way, you know, mm-hmm. as an artist, you know. She's she's super raw you know it's been super fun traveling with her and her team her team is super super creative you know and you know it's cool because a lot of people that i've met around on tour they've been like how do you click up they're so creative they're super raw like how did that happen you know it's not an offense like yo do you deserve to be on there it's like like how did you how did you manage to do that you know so it's like it's like a blessing you know because they're super creative they're about to go stupid up so how do you feel like she shaped your mindset like i said bro she's she's free and that's how I want to be you know I want to be able to do anything without you know where we're our biggest critic you know and you know like I just want to be able to do something without second guessing myself yeah she don't be giving a fuck (laughs) all my time bro you know and you know in some way it could be a good thing some way it could be a bad thing you know but like she makes you makes it seem like it's a good thing you know she's so yeah I'm gonna keep saying it (laughs) she's so raw bro for the people who don't know the story go ahead and let them know how did you get in contact with them and start touring with them it was sueños I was shooting for Miriam and and the night before Miriam opened up for Tokisha at Mansion and I'm like fuck it let's go let's go let's do it you know and you know when she performed she was so raw I'm like damn she has her style is so raw so I was so then the next day I'm like yo I'm gonna add to a video that I can edit for her for for Toki and I'm just like let's let me let me shoot her set at Sueños. So then fast forward, I I put it out. I tagged her whole team. Her manager just texted me like a an emoji, like a I think it was like a fire emoji or some shit. And you know he we always kept in contact. You know that 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 little if you stay in their inbox, mm-hmm. you know if you get that accept, you know like always keep that connection. You know. So I, so I saw that they were going on tour. I'm like, I DM'd them. I'm like, yo, let's work. Let's do it. Let's go on tour. Let me go on tour with you. And, you know, um, you know that was always a goal for me. You know, let's go on tour. I want to be able to travel, you know. And he's just, he was just, his, her manager was like, yo, how much did you charge me? I'm like, man, I just want the experience, you know. Let's, let's, let's do it, you know. And he was like, fuck it, let's do it, you know. And... And that that's literally all it was, you know. He was just like, fuck it, let's go. They're paying for your shit, right? Yeah, like your yeah. flights, a hotel hell room, yeah. food. No, You're being fed. You're not them. starving. They're shout not starving. Shout out to them, you. bro. No, hell no. Nah. <laughs> they pay me really good. You know, it's, it's a blessing because, you know, you don't usually get that. You don't usually go on tour and get paid really good. I got that, you know, and it's super, it's a blessing, you know. So shout out to them. Shout out to Polish Music. How do you feel like you've been maintaining your mental health while on tour, man? I feel like that's a big thing that you got to focus on. And, you know, it's, it can be a struggle because you're away from the people that you love. First of all, I hate traveling. I want to, dude, I wish I could travel without flying. That shit, like. You don't like flying? I hate flying. The Why? turbulence and shit got me, like, grabbing on to shit, like, freaking out. And everybody's taking a nap still. You know, I hate that shit. But it's just really busy, you know. You don't sleep much, you know. You're always awake. You're trying to keep in contact with, with your family, your friends, and shit. And, and of course, I got red tape back here, you know. And I feel bad when I'm not putting in that work for red tape, you know. So that it it just gets really frustrating with a lot of shit, you know. You got a lot of shit going on, 
and then you on top of that you still have to fucking put out all this content out with them turnaround times are very fast but but yeah bro it's on my mental health it is it is stressful but at the end of the day you gotta realize you know this is it's, it's a blessing and that's what you signed up for obviously or like you literally hit them up inside like, hey take me please facts you know exactly no like that's that is what you sign up for you know no sleep working 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 but traveling is a beautiful thing seeing like building those experiences opening meeting new people and it's just like it's it's super fun super raw you know mm-hmm. tour is so much fun so let's go ahead and talk about you know your closest relationship here in chicago uh your red tape district partner zay visuals that no that's my boy bro he he's in the room right now but i'm gonna say all these things about him he's so raw he's like he's he's blessed me with a lot of opportunities i consider him my brother you know like it's always love before the business and you know we're two opposite we're two different people you know so our our ideas are always getting us in arguments but you know we know it's for the better we want our company to be big you know, so if you have two two brains put together, you know, with different ideas, you know, that that can, that's big, you know, that could be something big, and w- we have big plans, we want to make them happening, and they're, they're slowly happening, you know, we want, like, the tour with Tokisha is a beautiful thing, but there's nothing bigger, there's nothing better than coming with, up with your people, you know, the people that you love, the people that you actually believe in, you know, so, you know, that's, that's what, with Red Tape, we've been working with a really closely with some artists you know and shout out to shout out to motive shout out to kato and shout out to um guapo and you know those are the people that we truly believe in and you know that's that's who who we want to come up with you know zay and i really believe in these guys you know so zay and i are always working really closely together you know and um you know we've we've started something big he started something big so so we want to we want to be the first to break a Latino artist. You guys are looking for Latino rappers. What what is specifically are you looking for? We're looking for anything. For? You know, we're we're looking to work with anybody. You know, there's no limit. There's no restrictions. You know, if you raw, then we're gonna work with you. You know, and if you believe us in us, then we're gonna make something dope. You know, every single time. An important thing you said there though is you know not always seeing eye to eye, right? A lot of the times you don't see eye to eye with these people that you're in creative spaces with because you have different visions for things. You might want to obtain the same thing. You might want to have the final result be the same, but your path to get there and the way you think you're going to get there can differ, right? And I think as time goes on, that idea is obviously always changing. Uh, That's the one thing they say about relationships, and we're not going to get into relationships, but that's the one thing they say about relationships is that it's never going to stay the same because it's always two people that are continuously growing and you got to be accepting of the change. Otherwise it's just never going to work. You preaching boy for you. How do you feel like the differences in you and Zay have strengthened your relationship? We bring new things to the table every single time. You know, we, we we're in this because we love this shit, you know? So I feel like, there's if you if you both have the same ideas, you know, you're going to make something raw. You know, you're going to make shit go up. 
but if you if you have two different ideas coming to to the table, you know, like there's always gonna be arguments. You know, it shows how much we love this shit. Cause if you really didn't give a fuck about it, you could easily just walk away. Cause nobody wants to wake up and argue with people. You know, so if you really arguing for for this shit, like it me it shows when when he argues with me, brings something up. You know, I I know that it's for the best. You know, we um when when I first met Zay, he's not very. He don't be hugging nobody. He don't be saying love you and shit. So, like, you know, when I argue with him every single time, it'd be like 20 minutes later, I'm like, give me a hug, you know? So it's like, you know, we really love this shit. So, you know, if we have to argue, throw a couple hands and shit, nah, no, but, you know, it's because we love this shit and we truly believe in our brand. In what ways are you guys different? Just how we we came up. He came up in a city. I came up in, you know, like the burbs type feeling you know like you grew up in cornfields not even the burbs bro <laughs> you know the other day we were talking about like man i'd miss my prom my homecoming and prom like that's that's that was raw to me that's like the hometown like football friday nights and shit soccer games like that shit's like the best thing you could get over there you know so like and he doesn't give a fuck about that shit i'd say you know so like it's a lot of little things you know it's not like something big like i can point out it's just, like at the moment like yo i agree with this i want this like yo let's do this and it's like I'd be completely different, you know. With our logo, we went through, like, 20 different logos. And we sat for, like, eight hours in a studio going back and forth. We scratched so many many logos, you know. And it's just, like, because we both had different ideas of what we wanted. But we came out with something raw, you know. Something that we both still to this day really love, you know. So that, that would be, like, a good example, you know, our logo. You know, both we wanted this, we want that. And r- with our merch, it's even worse. With our merch, it's like, yo, I want this, I want that. We've been in months just going back and forth, you know? Yeah. But it's because we want to put out good shit. We want good product. That shit has to be terrible, having to go through, like, another, a whole other person's approval. No yeah. offense, bro. But, <laughs> like, I couldn't imagine because the, the amount of time it took me to get my logo done yeah. because I had someone do it. But I had... I kept having to say, fix this, fix that, fix this, fix that. I can't imagine having another person's input on that shit. You know what I'm saying? When we made our logo, we sat in that studio with our friend Brandon, who made the logo for us. And we just sat there and listened to music. They were showing me, like, Chicago music that I had never listened to. They were like, yo, this is raw. You don't think this is raw? And, like, we, you know, we were going, we were, like, feeling our type of music. We, we saw each other's, like, why we wanted this why we wanted that like let me show you so why red tape they had built something he already he already had a fan base you know and he already had the idea of of red tape he wanted to rebrand and make something big bigger than what he had you know and you know that's when we became really close and i was very invested in the idea i'm like yo that sounds raw let's let's make something big you know and when i moved to the city that i would say that that was a big reason why i moved to the city because I wanted to be involved in what was to be Red Tape, you know. And, you know, like, Red Tape is, you know, we have a lot of people who fuck with us, a lot of people who truly believe in us, and that's what's been super raw about it, you know. And, you know, like, I wouldn't want it any other way. Bro, you still not answering the I, question, bro. Why Red Tape? What, like, why did you pick the name Red Tape, bro? Where did Oh, Red why tape did we pick the name Red Tape? Where did Red, red tape. tape District come from? It was Zay's brother, right? I don't... Red tape just came through Zay's brother. Ask Zay. Ask Zay that question. Now, y'all podcast. don't even know why you chose the fucking company's <laughs> name, bro. <laughs> what kind of shit is that? 
but you didn't tell the story of how you met Zay. So, Pronto spazz out was going crazy, and he's he was just like, "Yo, let's go to L.A." Because I was shooting. That's when I met Drip in Indiana, and I'm just like. I was shooting shit for him. You met Drip in Indiana? I met Pronto and Drip at the same time. I'm just, they were going crazy in Maryville. They had like parties after parties and he was opening up for Pronto and shit. And that's when, that's when I met both of them. And I made Pronto a video. It was like a twerk fucking festival. I don't know what it was, but they were going crazy. You said you know? I made him some ratchet shit. <laughs> some ratchet shit, but no, they were going crazy. But then... Pronto, we are DMing back and forth. He's like, yo, I'm about to go to L.A. Let's go. I'm like, fuck it. So then I, I had found out that Zay was going to go too. I, like, hopped on his live and shit. Like, yeah, we're going we gonna to go crazy over there. You know, it was on some, like, social media shit. So you knew of him already? A little. I, he definitely didn't know about me, but I kind of didn't know about him. Um, but then when we got to L.A., the first thing Zay ever did was hand me a blunt. You know, if you know me, I don't smoke at all. So it was just like some funny shit. You know, we we went crazy over there in L.A., shot some crazy shit for, for Pronto, and then we came back and started working together in the city. So the lyric I took for this one was from Big Sean. It's in his song, Wolves, with Post Malone. I can't break a commitment. I done seen people fuck up the whole team because they couldn't play their position. Talking about they didn't mean it. And a lot of the times, right, when you start a team, People don't want to follow their role. People want to say, I'm the leader. I'm the leader. I'm the leader. But not everybody can be the fucking leader. Some people got to play the position where, okay, let's work the background. Eventually, everybody's going to blow up. This person's going to blow up. So I helped them. You would think that people are going to, you know, repay the favor. You can't say everybody will, but... You know, most people, they're going to work with the team that they came up with. So knowing your role and playing your position, that's very important when it comes to working together, right? For what you, what have you learned from working as a team? Divide the roles in different situations. You know, what we, Zay and I are always working towards the same goal. We're always trying to break somebody in our group. We're all, we always want the best content out, you know, so like... Those roles switch all the time, you know. You have to go pick up this camera. You have to go shoot this. Like, you have to edit it. You color it. You do this. You go meet this person. You go talk to this person. Like, it changes all the time, you know. So, you know, when we're not on each other's, when we're not, like, putting our part in, that's when the arguments happen. That's when, like, yo, you need to do this more. You need to do this more, you know. But we've gotten so comfortable with talking to each other about each other's roles and they change all the time if one of you and this like a more technical question right if one of you decides like i don't like the color grade this person does are you gonna go ahead and fucking redo that shit or are you just gonna be like fuck oh, yeah. it no we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna want to put out the best you know and if he were to truly believe that that's the best coloring then you know we meet each other in the middle yo can you tweak this you know i'm, I'm cool with this but let's tweak this you know, like that, that is, that that's where the arguments happen. You know, that's what's, we have two different ideas, two different creatives, two different, like what we want for this shit. And, you know, just all the work that you guys have done, it really shows, you know, how far you've come, how far you've come from that little small town in Indiana, right? Because 
one conversation that we did have, you know, prior to us ever meeting, literally our first conversation was we don't want to live regular lives that we always thought that there's more to life than just being average, you know, having kids, you know, having a house, all that shit. And that really stood out to me when we talked because it's like, this is another person that understands what I'm fucking saying that I'm not just talking bullshit every time I come on this podcast and I'm like, Hey, I, I don't want that average life. And you know, that was the conversation I had with Ozone where it was, he chose living that lifestyle of the nightlife, the parties over pouring into certain relationships over choosing to, you know, settle down. And it's like, now seeing the other side of that, it's like, okay, where do you find the middle, right? So for you, what do you think created this thinking? Why did you feel the need to find more out in life, right? Leave your little small town in Indiana. I just hated working, bro. I'm not going to lie. You could call me lazy, but, but like, I hate, I cannot. I recently had a job where I had to sit for hours on a desk. That shit fucking sucked, you know, like. If you truly believe that you can be big and you could be something bigger, you know, you cannot sit down doing something that you don't love. If you know, you know, like, I can be bigger than this. I can make, I can find a different way of making money through the shit that I love, you know? And it, it honestly is like, who's going to take that risk? So if you take that risk, I respect it, you know, because not everybody wants to get out of their comfort zone and, you know, risk not being broke not making the best money because shit in indiana you could work at a factory and make hella money you know but i hated that shit you know like i worked factory jobs but that was just nothing that like it was so miserable and that was around the time where i was making this driving to chicago all the time i'm like this shit's getting me the money to do that stuff to fund that stuff but i don't want to be doing this shit so like i left and i i feel good about it you know like i i still would rather be broke then it be broke and do the shit that I love and that I truly believe in that could in some day make me way more money you know mm-hmm. and I'll feel good about myself I'll feel like a self like I accomplished my goals you know mm-hmm. and I feel like you know doing a routine you know I respect that shit I got homies back at home who who work that factory job every single day and respect to them you know they got the they're, they're wa- they want to build families and that shit, you know, and that's super raw, you know, but I always wanted something bigger. You know, every person's going to be different, you know, never disrespect the factory job, you know, like, because they're working their asses off. My, my parents came from that shit, you know, but I wanted to be something bigger, you know, so I left, you know, till this day, I still, I'm still working every single day to make that big money you know doing what i'm what i want to do i think about that a lot of the time when it comes to my friends right just like you said i have friends that are okay with living that average life and i always feel bad saying you know average life because that's really what it is just like you said it's a routine you wake up every day you go to work go home eat sleep repeat until the weekend and you do something different like go out on a fucking date or you know little shit that makes your life a little bit different than every day and to me that's just not an ideal way to live that's not an ideal way to wake up and say you know every every day's the same okay you had a kid 
right? The kid adds a little bit more to your life. And every day is going to be different with them. But aside from that, what did you accomplish in life? What did you accomplish to say, hey, I'm satisfied with every single thing that I did? To me, my ultimate goal is, you know, make my name known. Let people know, like, this is the message that I was spreading and this is what I did to make sure that I had an impact on people. And some people are okay with having an impact on 10 people, one person. I prefer to say thousands, you know, millions if possible. You know what I'm saying? Um, But you're always going to go back home. You're always going to go back to your roots. You're going to remember you know, the things that made you, you. Again, with the song Castle on the Hills by Ed Sheeran, he's describing these experiences that made him, that shaped him. And that's why I went over this with you, right? Asking you, how did these experiences with all these new people shape you? Who have you become? How far away have you strayed from your original origins of Indiana, right? Because how long have you been out here? Like a year and a half. So you've been out here a year and a half, but you've done so much more than you probably were doing in Indiana. You've gone on fucking tour with one of the, you know, up and coming Latin artists. In the song, uh, his second verse, he says, I was younger then. Take me back to when we found weekend jobs. When we got paid, we'd buy cheap spirits and drink them straight. Me and my friends have not thrown up in so long. Oh, how we've grown. But I can't wait to go home. And just like I said, you're always going to have that connection to home. You're always going to feel like, you know, this is my place. You know, just like you said about Chicago. Yeah, Chicago feels like home to you. It's your second home. But nothing's going to replace those memories that you created with your homies back home. The people that shaped you. That shit still inspires me now. We talked about the famous people and how they shaped you. How did your, you know, homies back home shape you? And give a shout out to them. Shout out Baca. Shout out Pedro. Shout out all them. Shout out Ruben. You know, those, that's, you know, the experiences that I built, like, during high school, all that shit, like, still inspires me now. You know, the last, the last song that I just shot the other day was my homie Motive. You know, Here's to Life. It brings me back to, like, those memories back at home, like, the shit, you know, the the f- going to parties and shit like that. Like, that's just, all that shit is so raw. Like, my hometown and my homies have impacted me so much, you know, and they still support me now. You know, it's super raw because I told them that I wanted to follow this video stuff. And it's so cool when I, I, I ha- like, meet these goals here because I always have the homies back at home be like, damn, you you really did that shit, you know, you, you said you'd do that shit, you know, so, like, you know, I love them, I try to keep in contact with them all the time, you know, because I truly do appreciate everything that they still do to this day, you know, even if we don't talk a lot, you know, but they, they inspire me now, you know, so shout out to them, you know, they, you know, like, all those experiences, like, all those artists I used to listen to that bring me back to high school and shit, you know, like, Trippy Red, those are people that I'd be seeing a lot here, you know, that I'd be working with, you know, like not directly with, but, you know, I'd be shooting some shit for them. And it's just like, damn, I did that shit, you know, and that that builds from, you know, sitting back and listening to them back in high school, you know. Before we close out, man, I want to ask you, you know, you've come so far. Obviously, you've toured. You've experienced a lot in this world and, you know, you're building your own brand. Just like you said right now, you've been able to work with artists like Trippy Red, 
Tokisha, uh, Gerbo, all these artists that you might have looked up to at one point and been like, how the fuck do I get there? But you haven't lost exactly who you were before, right? So what's a lesson you learned from Indiana that will forever live on with you that you'll carry with you anywhere in the world? Appreciate what you have. Appreciate your people around you. You know, like no matter who you work with, you know, the people that you build experiences with, the people that truly care about you are the reason that you're getting those experiences, you know? So did I answer that question? Fucking finally answered the question. The, <laughs> la- the last question <laughs> of the podcast. I've been getting off topic for real. <laughs> that staying humble part, that's the most important, right? Obviously, because wherever, you, you know, just like I said, wherever you go in life, you got to remember your roots and you got to remember where you come from. And being able to take that time and reflect is always going to be important because you always want to remember the moments that made you and shaped you. And just like I said, that's what this episode was about. So the more you grow, bro, just always remember where you came from. Hell yeah, bro. All right, guys, that's going to be all today. Thanks for watching. Make sure you go ahead, like, comment, and subscribe. Make sure you check out Ozzy Arias on Instagram. Ozzy Arias underscore fuck him all right sad boys for real peace out this is sad boy radio